Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, warmer days remind us of fond summer memories. Now, you can make those moments year-round with a Michael Phelps swim spa by our friends at Master Spas, and that combines the leisure of a hot tub with the exercise benefits of a pool. Now, Master Spas technology is incredible with LED lighting, beautiful waterfalls, and those super powerful water jets installed in just one day. You're going to love it. Proudly made in America. Use the promo code Hannity in the upper right-hand corner. That's masterspas.com for up to $1,000 off. You can exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand I trust, masterspas.com. And if you want a little bang in your yin-yang, come along. You know, the Wall Street Journal reported this morning that 44% of economists expect a recession in the next year. Is that what you expect as well? I don't think a recession is at all, at all inevitable. And I realize more than ever that as president, I need your help. I have been reminded again that all the legislation in the world can't fix what's wrong with America. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. information on breaking news and more bold inspired solutions for america this is a special edition of the sean hannity show america trapped behind enemy lines day number 311 coming up next our final news roundup and information overload hour all right, News Roundup, Information Overload Hour, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. You know, the things that are said on, for example, I'm on Fox News. I'm upfront about who I am. I'm a member of the press. That's obvious. Um, I, I do straight news, and I can produce thousands and thousands of hours of radio and television straight news. In other words, no opinion whatsoever. Here's the news of the day. We do investigative reporting. We were proven right on everything we reported over a period of three plus years as it relates to the Trump Russia collusion hoax. Actually, hoax is there were two of them, the dirty dossier. And then, of course, the Alpha Bank one. Uh, so that's investigative reporting. We do that, too. We do opinion. And I tell you up front, I am a conservative. If I like a candidate, support a candidate. I tell you 
It's like the equivalent of the op-ed page or the editorial page of a newspaper. We do culture, we do sports. We're like a whole newspaper. Everybody else in the media claims to be something that they are not. They claim to be journalists. They're not journalists. They're not objective. They're not fair. They're not balanced. Uh, there's going to be a book coming out in just a couple of weeks about this by our friend Ari Fleischer, and it's called Suppression, uh, Deception, Snobbery, and Bias, and Why the Press Gets So Much Wrong. He's a former press secretary himself. You know, I'll give you a quick example. This is in a joyless read and Matthew Dowd on MSDNC. Now, remember, MSDNC, that's NBC News. That's the flagship cable news network for NBC. You think they'd have some level of ethics and standards? They have none. They lied for three years. They never retracted a single thing. They never acknowledged they were wrong. They never corrected the record. And, and they go out there and claim that they're journalists. Just a just a crock. Listen to this. Complaining that the autocratic GOP are being treated fairly by the media, which is like the biggest lie of all time. And do you think that, I mean, the, the, give us some, the, some advice for the media, because, you know, again, the media did mainstream the Tea Party and wants to, doesn't want to be in a war with the Republican Party. Let's just be clear. In general, the media does not want to be at war with the Republicans. They want to treat both sides the same. But both sides are not the same, right? At this point, no. you were a Republican strategist. I've been a lifelong Democrat. We agree on all of this. How do we get us all out of this both sides sort of trajectory? Well, I mean, I think that's the fundamental choice and that the fundamental choice is if you're a person in the media that covers the news, it can't just be while the Republicans stand for autocracy and Democrats stand for democracy. And let's see how this game plays out, because as part of democracy is free is media. Part of democracy yeah. is freedom of the press and the media has to. I actually thought of one thing I thought that the media should do a better job of, which is how do people in the media conduct themselves in an autocratic country, the ones that believe yeah. in free media. We need to think more like that in the media and less like this is just A and B and decide. Let the voters decide. That's the point yeah. we have to give up. We, it is we have to tell the voters what the threat is, just like we do, Joy, we tell them about inflation and we tell them about yeah. job growth and we tell, we tell them about a hurricane and we tell them about tornadoes and we tell them about wildfire. We have to treat this assault just like we have to tell them about the assault yeah. on democracy. All right. Joining us now, Ari Fleischer. Ari, how are you, my friend? <laughs> I was fine until you made me listen to that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so your book is going to go into this. Maybe just give us a little preview. I know it's a little bit early, a couple of weeks early, but a preview of what you've discovered and all the research leading up to this. No, absolutely. And what you just played is part and parcel of the biggest problem. The overriding conclusion of my book was that the American press corps abandoned their job, gave up their mission, all to get Donald Trump, because they made, and you just heard it, a conscious decision to save the republic from the results of the 2016 election. They somehow think that they know better, are smarter, and look down upon 75 million Americans. The Americans, in 2016, elected Donald Trump, and the press never accepted it. So they changed missions. They thought their mission was to rescue the country from the decision the country made. And that was an abandonment of their job. And I called them out on it by name, by example, after example, by example in this book. Well, I mean, that's the thing. There's so many examples in this book. You know, there's there's not only the battle that Trump faces from the Democrats and the media mob. We know they hate him. Um, 
but his policies were, were extraordinarily successful. And and I took a lot of heat when I supported him back in 2016 and actually 2015 uh, because I've known him for so many years. And I said, no, just because he donated to Democrats has nothing to do with how he really feels on issues. And yes, he was once pro-choice, but he's going to tell you the story about how he decided to become pro-life, what changed his heart. And he'll tell you what he believes about limited government and about energy independence and about securing our border and about national security and don't get involved in prolonged conflicts and so on and so forth. And I was proven right. And even Republicans, though, and you know this to be a fact, they are actively undermining him every step of the way as well. Maybe maybe they like his policies. I don't know. A lot of them didn't go along with them, uh, but certainly maybe they don't like his personality or the maybe they don't like the style of Donald Trump. But conservatism, when applied, Ari Fleischer, I contend, often work, always works. Not often. It always works. Well, the proof is in the pudding of the Trump years compared to the Biden years, isn't it? You know, all you have to do is go look back at the tremendous economic success, foreign policy successes, peace in the Middle East, the Abraham Accords. He reset relations with China, took China on in a way that no politician prior to him would have done. He got NATO to increase defense spending, which they always resisted doing. Across the board, he was a policy success. And I point out a lot of that in my book. I also point out how reporters went to great lengths to diminish or dismiss so many of his policy accomplishments. You know, prior to COVID, as a result of the Trump tax cuts and deregulation, the child poverty rate in the United States was the lowest it's been since 1958. Unemployment record lows. Income inequality actually started to shrink. Middle class and lower middle class and, and the lowest class made more money, more of an income gain under the Trump years than the upper class, upper income people did. These are remarkable accomplishments, and the press dismissed them all. They would not give credit. In fact, they just blamed. And I, I go through it in my book. They love Joe Biden's spending increases. They loved it. Put it on the front page of how compassionate it was. Good for people. They didn't say that Biden's spending increases would blow the deficit. They didn't say that Biden's spending increases would lead to inflation, both of which it's done. They praised Biden for it. Yet for Trump's tax cuts, they derided Trump for it and ignored the successes. You know what the amazing thing is? Look at, for example, January 6th. Now, we've already had a post-presidential impeachment on the issue, right? But let's just bludgeon Trump even some more. The amazing thing in this is, you know, I've been able to do my own research and investigative reporting, and there was a meeting in the Oval Office. I've confirmed with five people that the meeting took place. Four of the five people I've spoken to personally, including Donald Trump and Mark Meadows, his chief of staff, and Chris Miller, the acting secretary of defense, and his chief of staff, Cash Patel. Those four people have told me in no uncertain terms, Donald Trump authorized calling up up to 20,000 troops knowing we just came out off a summer of rioting, 574 riots in the summer of 2020, knowing that tensions were high in the country post the November 2020 election, and to protect the Capitol, he did this. Uh, I was able to get the other person in the room. He's been traveling quite a bit, but I got people around him to confirm to me, directly to me, uh, that in fact he remembers specific conversations with President Trump about security before January 6th. So so the chairman of the Joint Chiefs talked to the president about securing the Capitol beforehand. Now, once the president, as required by law, authorizes the calling up of these National Guard troops, then the jurisdiction to make the call is out of his hands, and it goes to Nancy Pelosi. 
and it goes to Muriel Bowser. They have the jurisdiction. Muriel Bowser, in writing, rejected calling up the National Guard. Nancy Pelosi was, according to Benny Thompson, the committee chairman, she was off limits in this investigation. Right. We know also that the Capitol Police chief on six separate occasions, including three days before January 6th when new intelligence had come in, personally, repeatedly requested guard assistance and was denied. And we now know that on January 5th, a very specific threat assessment from our own intel community was handed over to Chuck Schumer's office, and they didn't lift a finger. Now, if you really cared about getting to the bottom of January 6th and not just bludgeoning Donald Trump because he had a rally and and had beliefs that you disagreed with, um, doesn't sound like the guy is trying to organize a rally if he's authorizing troops to protect the Capitol or yeah, organizing a riot, rather. None of what you said surprises me, Sean. And I spent 17 years on Capitol Hill, and the motto on Capitol Hill is we're the people's house. And the idea of calling up troops to guard the people's house is just anathema to Nancy Pelosi and to the leaders in the Congress. They would just think that that means the American people are our enemy and we can't do that. So I can easily see them saying, no, 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 the optics, it would look bad. We're not going to ring the Capitol with troops. And I'm sure that was what Pelosi was thinking. And she rejected the advice of the, the police, the people who could have protected if they had more resources. And it doesn't surprise me that Trump would have sent more troops there, knowing his opposition to the violence that took place in the summer of 2020. Now, look, I, I've long said I wish Trump had called that rally on a different day. It's one thing to exercise free speech and peacefully protest, object to the election results all you want. That is absolutely fair game. It just shouldn't have been done the same day as the vote. I just think caution would have said put it on a different day. Nevertheless, there still was no excuse to riot, but there was no excuse for the Capitol not to have sufficient guard. All right, quick break. More with Ari Fleischer. By the way, his new book soon to be released, Suppression, Deception, Snobbery, Bias, Why the Press Gets So Much Wrong. If you want a first print edition, uh, Amazon.com, Hannity.com. Soon we'll let you know when it's in bookstores. You know, thanks to people like you, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, they deliver on their promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices America's greatest heroes have made for us. You know, for example, there is uh, Masotis Familia, um, a family um, and an officer, and he couldn't wait to join the NYPD to make her community safer. She proudly wore her uniform until she was ambushed in the line of duty, <clears throat> shot in the head in her police vehicle. Why? Because of the uniform that she wore. She survived by three kids. Her oldest daughter, Genesis, was only 20 years old when she was murdered, and then she had to become the sole guardian and provider of her twin siblings, Peter and Delilah, who were 12. And thanks to the generosity of all of you, Tunnels to Towers, they gave her children a mortgage-free home. Now, for some families, the foundation brings the comfort of knowing they can stay in the home where they made memories with their fallen loved ones. For other families, the foundation enables new memories to be cherished forever. They can't do it without our help. You are all all hands on deck to help na our nation's greatest heroes, their families. They're asking that all of us donate $11 a month. We've set up a special website. And it's like two trips to Starbucks. The letter T, the number two, the letter T.org. The letter T, the number two, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. show the mainstream media loves to hate. 
This is the Sean Hannity Show. If babies in their mother's womb could speak, what do you think they'd say? Hi, this is Buck. This is Tom. This is Susie. Did you know that an unborn baby's heartbeat is already beating at three weeks? By five weeks, you can hear that heartbeat on ultrasound. And that's where Preborn's network of clinics step in because the heartbeat is the voice of Preborn and you can share their voice in a big way. Every free ultrasound costs 28 bucks. They don't get a penny from the federal government. They need your help desperately. And that's why I bought them two 4D ultrasound machines because they desperately need the help. And they're helping moms with counseling and all sorts of ways. Just dial pound 250, pound 250, say the keyword baby. Pound 250, keyword baby, or go to their website, preborn.com slash Sean. That's preborn.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. You'll never regret helping to save a baby's life. Preborn.com slash Sean. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network. And now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers Verizon, AT&T and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. On a calm October night, Michael and his wife, they were just out for a walk in their neighborhood when their life got flipped upside down or just like yours could be. Now, Michael was attacked by a homeless woman who stabbed him multiple times before he was able to restrain her and waited for law enforcement to arrive. But what happens next is why our partners at the USCCA exist. Now, while Michael was in the hospital, a detective literally charged him with assault. Now, this is the new America that we're living in. Luckily, Michael was a USCCA member just like me. He used his training, his education, and his self-defense liability insurance to stay out of jail and save his family from potential bankruptcy. If you want to learn proven ways to deter criminals, defend your family, avoid legal trouble, just go to uscca.com slash Hannity right now. You'll put in your email. You'll get a free guide put together by the USCCA and the former head of training for the FBI. Just go to uscca.com slash Hannity today. We continue with Ari Fleischer's new book coming out soon, Suppression, Deception, Snobbery, and Bias, Why the Press Gets So Much Wrong. Uh, then we'll get to your calls at the bottom of this half hour. 800-941-SEAN is our number. If we really care about protecting elected officials, and I do care, and I said this during the Obama years, I've said it my whole career, uh, this isn't about being a Democrat or a Republican or a liberal or a conservative. We've got to protect our institutions. We've got to protect our elected officials. It's not that complicated to me of an issue. Uh, to me, I, I think a perimeter should be set up around the Capitol, including you know, those concrete barricades. Um, I think there should be only certain points of entry or in that perimeter area. 
Uh, I think when there are known protests coming to town, you've got to have reinforcements for the Capitol Police and the Metropolitan Police Department. And none of that happened. But none of this is even being discussed. So it sounds to me like they're not looking for a solution. So this never happens again. But these are also, Ari, the same people that ignored 574 riots. Either they were complicit in the sense that they were silent about the violence that injured thousands of cops, killed dozens of Americans, caused billions of property damage. Or they just outright lied to us by suggesting that they're mostly peaceful protests or they were, you know, egging them on in the case of Kamala Harris by tweeting out a bail fund after a police precinct burned to the ground in Minneapolis. And also going on Stephen Colbert and saying that these people protesting shouldn't stop. They won't stop. We're not going to stop. They shouldn't stop. And you better beware. You better take note because this is going to continue. That sounds like a threat to me, like Chuck Schumer on the steps of the Supreme Court. You won't know what hit you, Gorsuch and Kavanaugh. And look what it's extended to. An attempted assassination on Brett Kavanaugh. Protests in violation of federal law, which Attorney General Merrick Garland will not shut down outside Supreme Court justices' houses. Only Republican-appointed Supreme Court justices' houses in an effort to intimidate them and make them change their rulings. It doesn't end. And this is the problem with violence. Violence of any strike, potential violence and lawbreaking, it needs to be treated equally. Justice must be blind. And that's what's so infuriating about the violence from the left that gets winked at and looked the other way at by the powers that be now, the Biden administration. And this is where you, Sean, have always called it out, to your credit. You call it out when it happens on the right, and you call it out when it happens on the left. But you know, my book is going to have example after example about times when the press goes easy on the left and then brutalizes and beats up the right for virtually the exact same thing. I have headlines. I have pictures. There's a chapter dedicated to the New York Times, a chapter dedicated to CNN, all of which I name the reporters. I let reporters reporting speak for itself. And you can watch reporters hang themselves with their own double standards and hypocrisy of how they treat Republicans and Democrats. And don't think this is going to go away if if, when Donald Trump goes away. This has now become a feature of mainstream journalism. They have too many Twitter followers, too many people in, in, in Hollywood, praising them, patting them on the back, encouraging them, and they have too much fun being activists. They've yeah. given up what you talked about at the beginning, the ability to be a fair-minded, neutral reporter. It no longer is what journalism is about. It's become activism, activism for a cause, and it surely isn't a conservative cause for most of them. Well, the book is coming out. If you want to get a first print uh, copy edition, first run edition, it's going to be out very shortly. Uh, You can get it on Hannity.com and Amazon.com and bookstores soon everywhere. We'll let you know when it comes out. It's called Suppression, Deception, Snobbery, and Bias, Why the Press Gets So Much Wrong. Um, I can add, because they don't care about the truth, but uh, Ari will lay out the case for you. Ari Fleischer, we love having you on the program. As always, thank you for being with us. Thank you, Sean. 800-941-SEAN. Holding them accountable. Sean gets the answers no one else does. America deserves to know the truth about Congress. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Glad you're with us. 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Sean in Oklahoma. How do you spell your name, Sean, in Oklahoma? I spell it the right way. S-H-A-U-N. That's, what do you mean you spell it the right No, that <laughs> I thought, you know what? You suckered me right in. You really did. Well, 
I spell it the old-fashioned Irish way, S-E-A-N. What's going on, my friend? Glad you called. Yeah, man, I, I was listening to your show yesterday talking about this caravan coming through. And it's my understanding there's going to be people coming from all over the world, not just south of the border. And Oklahoma here, we've got two probable cases of monkeypox already. And my biggest concern about that is that this administration to have another excuse to shut this economy down. And I'd like to see this uh, uh, Republicans push back on this Title 42 with this new monkeypox going on. Listen, I'm, I'm watching this closely, and the cases are not that large. Is it going to be uh, as big as COVID? I, I'm, look, I'm not going to play medical researcher. I don't play doctor. I don't play financial advisor on radio. I just give you my thoughts. Um, I will tell you this. I will never, ever, ever trust the NIH, the CDC, and elected officials ever again after all all that they got wrong as it relates to COVID. And more importantly, how they ignored the, the, especially once we had Delta and breakthrough variants and how they ignored informing the American people about therapeutics that were effective and worked like monoclonal antibodies. And now these antivirals that are out there like uh, Paxlovid, you know, I'm, I'm, I've had it with them. And I really have no respect for them. And I'm, you know, I go back to, I guess I was right almost from the beginning in the sense that you got to ask your own doctor and make your own decisions. You know, Fauci actually went on record. I have it somewhere in my pile of junk. Um, he says he can, intends to continue funding China's virology research. Can you believe that? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, this is madness to me. You know, from what I read about monkeypox, I'm not that worried about it. I really am not. As much as not, as I'm more concerned about them using it as a political tool. Well, I, you know, what bothered, what's so frustrating to me in all this is they they even politicize health, and I I will tell you that they did a grave disservice to the American people, and um. It's frustrating. It really is. But hang in there. You know, if you only have two cases in Oklahoma, I think you're okay for now. But check in with your doctor if you're worried. I'm not playing doctor on t on TV or radio. I think that's probably the smartest decision I ever made. We just talk to experts, varying opinions, and let you make up your own mind. I think people are smart enough to figure out things out for themselves. Uh, Justin is in Nevada. What's going on, Justin? How are you? Hey, Sean, thanks for all you do. I appreciate you speaking the truth. Uh, I just wanted By to. By the way, you had a great Senate candidate, Adam Laxalt, out there. He can win that race. Absolutely. Um, I just wanted to, to comment on the gas prices out here. You know, I'm a single father of uh, six, and uh, gas prices are over $6 a gallon here. And, um, you know, it, it's it's just crazy. Like, I mean, after my after my paycheck, I pay my insurance for my wife and my kids and stuff. And I literally have about $100 to live on. I mean, it's it's crazy. And that's not including groceries, gas. I mean, it's we're just struggling, man. And these Democrats, they just don't care about us, plain and simple. You know, I don't care about what happened on January So you're 6th. a single dad, father of six. And what you're basically saying is this is killing you. This is crushing your family budget. Is that a fair way to say it? Absolutely, one hundred percent. And now, do you care. do you own your own house or do you rent a house? I actually do own my house, Sean. 
You own your house. Okay, here's what's going to happen. Even in, in now, Nevada had a really tough time with COVID and is now only, they lag behind in terms of growing back to where they were. And, and from what I've heard, things have gotten a lot better, especially in the last six months to a year. But it was a very difficult time for a lot of you in Nevada on the economy front. So what's going to happen now is because mortgage rates are up so dramatically, it's going to people that have homes are going to hold on to them with their cheap rates. And they're not going to be making even a lateral move or maybe to a bigger home because they can't get a good interest rate. So new home construction is going to dry up out there. Then sale of existing homes is going to dry up out there. Then the valuation of your home, they're going to begin to plummet. Home values will plummet. And now you're, you're in a position where, you know, maybe you thought you had X number of, of dollars, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars in equity. Uh, it's going to evaporate right before your eyes, just like your 401k is evaporating right before your eyes. And you got six kids to raise. How old are your kids? Oh, they're all the way from four months to uh, 14 years old. And you're a single dad? Man. Yeah, sorry. I, I said single. I apologize. I am married. But um, I I split custody with my my ex-wife. And uh, so... It, all right, so you got... But you have to raise six kids. Let's just focus on what's, yeah. what we're talking about here. You have to raise six kids. They're young. I mean, when you start getting into the... the at this age, and then you get to college, and you want to help your kids out with college, and then, you know, beyond college, when the four-month-old is now 20 years old, 20 years from now, uh, you, you're thinking about, can I retire? Will I ever be able to retire? I mean, all my, so many people I know are struggling with this. Uh, the only relief that we're going to see is we need new government. We need to throw these, these climate alarmist religious cultists out. They need to be fired for doing a lousy job. That's the only answer I have. In the meantime, you know, the short term, we're all going to suffer. You know, it, it, would it be a gimmick if they were to remove the 18.3 cents a gallon the federal government makes? Yeah, it'll be an election year gimmick. It'll be short lived and they'll put it back in place and probably get rid of it before the next election because that's how, you know, politics works. But um, there are really only two solutions everybody has. And that is to cut back spending. Most people have done that to the extent that they can. And the next the next option is you got to find more ways to bring in income. And when you got six kids, that's not particularly easy to do. It's not like you have a lot of spare time on your hands. Not at all. Zero spare time. Hang in there, buddy. And uh, listen, we're all we're all on the same train here, and it's uh, we're headed for a collision. It's really hurting people badly. Uh, I wish you the best of luck, my friend. I mean that sincerely. Joe in Pennsylvania. What's up, Joe? How are you? Hey, Sean. Thanks for taking By the way, my you got call. a good Senate candidate as well. Oz will make a great senator for PA, I promise you. We're hoping he gets in. Um, well, he needs your help, no doubt about it. Uh, I am, I've been in advertising for quite a long time, and what you had on your TV show last week with the home value and the interest rates going up was illustrated brilliantly. And I have a homework assignment for your staff. Okay, I got my pen out. Go ahead. <laughs> well, no, I'm serious. I'm writing it down. They should find the average cost of an electric vehicle and apply that same interest rate increase with a car loan and 
see what that final cost of that vehicle is over a three and a five year period. Also, Sean, you being in construction, I'm hearing, well, you know, we get 300 miles and we get 400 miles on a charge. You know, in construction, Sean, that if you have a crew cab with four guys, a couple bags of cement in there, towing a, you know, a, a backhoe, you're not going to get three or 400 miles on, on a charge. <laughs> not so even where, close. Where are, they, where are they coming up with these numbers? Also, if you have a family of four and you're going up and down hills and you're stuck in traffic, are you still going to get that three and 400 mile charge? No, and listen, this is impacting everybody. Um, you know, I'm, I'm being told from friends that work in hospitals that they're running out of IVs for crying out loud. I'm being told, you know, I, I have all these farmers calling saying, Sean, we're dying here. We don't, we can't afford the fertilizer. We can't afford even the seeds to, to plant our crops this year. Uh, we can't get spare parts to fix our tractors and other, other farming equipment. Then truckers, they're, they're telling their stories about, you know, the high cost of a gallon of diesel. And right now, I mean, there's an ebb and flow to the supply chain. And right now they're at a low and rates are low. And that means companies are making less money. And, and that means, you know, some of these companies probably won't survive. And then what happens that now we're back in a position where, you know, the shelves are empty in the stores that we go to on top of everything else that we're paying a lot more for. I, I mean, it really sucks. It just is what frustrates me so much is simple, basic common sense. You know, we now have been told over and over again that that there's oh, we've done everything we can do to help on gas prices. There's nothing else left to do. And I'm hey, like, I, I, I'm going to burst and I'm going to have I'm going to have a stroke if this they keep saying it. That would probably probably make some liberals happy. Sean, one last thing. You know, you talk about common sense. Uh, I, I'm a transplant from the uh, New Jersey, New York area, and I'm in central yeah. PA now. Um, common sense. People cannot afford to upgrade their 3 and 4G cell phones to 5G, and Biden wants them to buy an electric vehicle. I mean, every time that idiot transportation secretary, with all that wealth of experience, Mayor Pete from South Bend, says it i i just again i want to stroke i want to stroke out i can't take it it drives me up a wall you know every time joe joe said it again yesterday and buddha judges said it and graham home just ho, 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 you know laughs and then they all say we've done everything we can do on you know to help with gas price nothing else we can do and meanwhile yes there is we can become energy independent again and then every time they say buy an electric vehicle you know i want to hit the wall hard I mean, I want to hit something, not somebody. If you notice, I said something, an inanimate <laughs> object. But it's um, it's just frustrating. I, I th this is now Jimmy Carterism, you know, on steroids and human growth hormone. I mean, the same mistakes that Carter made are now being made by Joe Biden. And we, if we don't learn from history, we're doomed to repeat it. So here we are repeating it. Hang in there, my friend. We love our friends in Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Chris. Uh, another great Senate candidate for the Republicans, Bud is running there. I think he can win, too. What's up, Chris? How are you? I agree. I hope he gets in there. Uh, Sean, I, I'm glad you hit on the farmers. That helps play into my point. Um, I'm very hesitant to believe conspiracy theories. I'm trained as an intel analyst, so I always play devil's advocate with anything I start to believe. Uh, but at, 
you know, I think there's a bigger plan at work here. You've mentioned before about how Biden and the Democrats planned to get rid of fossil fuels with no real replacement replacement. But I think there's intended consequences with all this stuff going on. I think they're trying to make it to where it's so expensive, people can't use it, people can't afford gas. Then it's going to also, not just that, it's going to pull people back into these to these big cities because people can't afford to commute an hour out to where they want to live in the rural areas anymore. It's also going to create a dependency on public transportation. It's going to create a dependency on government-assisted programs because people are struggling right now. It's also the, the only create- thing that would negate that, though, if I may play a little devil's advocate with you, is the ability for people to work from home. You know, for example, I'm in my New York studio, and in somewhere in the great state of Pennsylvania, Linda is. And I told her when she first gave birth to her beautiful boy, Liam, who's a great kid, um, she could, what did I say to you, Linda? I said, don't ever show up to work again. I'll see you occasionally. Yeah, that's what you said. Because I know right. she, she, she's never going to stop working. She, she never stops working. And you can tell very quickly whether people work from home well or not. You get the last word. We've got only 20 seconds. Right. And, and there's a certain number of jobs, though, that are blue color that you can't work from home. And the farmers being one. When the sure. farmers are priced out of being able to afford fuel to run their, their equipment, then what happens? Then they don't farm anymore. And then the government, people rely on the government for food. And then it just uh, it seems like a bigger plan at work here. Mark my words. Based on the, the incredible people in this audience, our farmers calling this show, I am telling you now, watch for huge food shortages. Now, I hope they're wrong. But I put a lot of faith in the people that are out there getting their hands dirty and and are the great producers. They feed us all and they feed the world and they're telling me what's coming and I'm believing them. Anyway, appreciate it, Chris. Good luck to Bud out in uh, North Carolina. Look, credit card rates on the rise. There's never been a better time to consolidate debt into your mortgage. Many of you have not taken advantage of these low rates. We're expecting eight more rate hikes in 18 months. Now, that means today's interest rates are going to look phenomenal a year from now and two years from now. So that's why you need to check in with our America, uh, our friends at AmericanFinancing.net. They'll give you a free mortgage and debt consolidation review so you're not paying 21 and a half. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern, Fox News Channel. Governor Glenn Youngkin, was he the canary in the coal mine as it relates to the 2022 midterms? We'll talk to him about other issues uh, beyond the obvious with the economy that mattered to families and, and especially parents. Uh, Clay Travis, Geraldo will join us tonight. Bill Hemmer uh, will be at the big board. Monica Crowley, Ron Johnson of Wisconsin. Match slap, Leo 2.0, Terrell. 9 Eastern, Hannity, Fox News. News you'll never get from the media mob. We'll see you then. Thank you for making this show possible. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now the same Hollywood that sold the American dream. They are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now, you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood Takeover brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free 
at hollywoodtakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on, but we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.